right. Welcome to another fun edition of Stick a Fork in It. Ev, Shannon's left us alone two yeah, times in a row now. You know, I, I don't know if that's the wisest thing for her. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see. Jake, <laughs> you're going to have to keep us uh, on on task and and down the straight and narrow. So <laughs> I'll try. I don't know. You guys are pretty fun. So. <laughs> our, uh, continuing the theme from our Father's Day episode that just dropped, we are bringing in Dad Expert. <laughs> and, and by that, we mean a dad who has had lots of experience and made lots of fun mistakes and mm, is here absolutely. to share the wisdom. Uh, Jake Edling. Jake, welcome to the show. Thank you guys so much. This is an honor to be here and see your operation. And I'm, I'm, I'm very excited. Yeah. So, you know, if, if folks listen to this podcast, they, they might pick up on uh, this subtle theme of random good things that happen when Matt... <laughs> talks to people on the internet. Um, that's how we ended up with a Feeding Tampa Bay beer. Uh, we've told that story before that's here true. on the podcast. Yeah. Um, and and that's actually how you and I connected, right? So yeah. um, why don't you share with our listeners just a little bit about who you are? Yeah. Um, so my name is Jake. I uh, am a father of seven. Uh, I've been married 13 years, just turned 40. Um, I'm still a little kid. Uh, at heart, you know, aren't we all? Um, absolutely. That's why Shannon's not here. Yeah, right. Absolutely. I'm gonna this out. <laughs> um, so my my wife and I, we have uh, two batches of kids. Basically, um, the oldest batch is 12, 11, 10, 9, and then the younger batch is four, three, and nineteen months. Okay. Um, so my initial like interest to your operation and, and what you guys do here is I've been in, in supply chain and logistics for 15 years, you know, um, went to college for it and everything like that. So it was, um, but I've never seen an operation on the nonprofit side. So it's really, really cool to see this and, and learn what you guys do here. And then at the same time, um, I'm pivoting my whole career and everything to education and helping new dads and new parents, you know, um, cause we have this time and these experiences and what works and doesn't work and all these, there's so much information out there now with the internet. So, um, one way I want to like help locally here and just kind of, uh, get involved in the community is, you know, give back however I can and, uh, figure, um, talk about my book a little bit and mm -hmm. see how we can um, work together in the future and then make my kids come here and volunteer too. So <laughs> That's awesome. Everybody yeah. wins, right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, so I, I'm curious about a lot of things you said in your intro, but um, on the logistics side, I'm just going to have to take a pause for a second because I'm betting there's some uh, some quality logistical planning that has to go into a family of nine oh, man. moving around the community. My best friend has uh, has six kids, and so they just recently moved up to the conversion van. Yep. Uh, they have the <laughs> you know have fifteen that. passenger deal. Is that you, wow. you have one of those? Yes, <laughs> we do. <laughs> it's the Ford fifteen passenger van. Yep. And, um, yeah, yeah, you got to have it. We outgrew a suburban, you know, um, <laughs> unless we put. I mean, I could figure out how to put another seat back there. Right. You, know, you, you take the back, you buy another back seat, <laughs> turn it around, bolt it into the floor, oh and there, God. that's how you fit. It's like the old school station wagon. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. But we, we're not there yet. So, yeah. uh, but hopefully, pretty soon we'll upgrade to like you know I'll call one of the local 
hotels and ask for their executive shuttle. There you, know, you go. There hey, you go. here's my number when you're when you're done with it. Or give me, I got a good deal for me. So, yeah, it's um, you can't not miss us coming. Yeah, at all. Yeah. So every yeah. day, every day's a field trip, huh? You gotta yeah. pile everybody in, check the names. Oh, it it is, and you know, so hopefully I don't forget one. But right. I talked about that a lot. Well, yeah, episode. last will, episode we share stories of of the times that we've forgotten ours. So. Absolutely. <laughs> It happens. Yeah. Or you, you overlook them and they're like right underneath you and you yeah. knock them over. So, yeah. So I'm, I'm curious, you know, you mentioned that your, your career previously has been in the logistics industry. You know, we just gave you a, a quick tour of the facility. Um, would love to just hear your kind of general impressions of, of the work we do out here. Well, I think for the amount of food, and you said, I don't want to mess it up. It's 2 million pounds a week. A week. Yeah, somewhere around there. I mean, that's a massive amount of, like, goods. Yeah. I'm, I mean, even if, you know, you, you say, like, a pallet is probably, like, 500 pounds or probably not even that because you have produce and everything. So. Yeah, it dep- we have 100-pound pallets and we have 1,700-pound pallets. Yeah. That's, that's part of the fun of it, right? Yeah. You know, a pallet of eggs weighs a whole lot more than a pallet of lettuce. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's just a massive – I'm just – my mind is blown. It, it, it really is. And then to see this, this operation you have here and you know, there's so many moving parts all the time. Um, it's, but it looks very organized to me, you know, from, from coming in and having the quick 15 minute tour and massively impressed me. Yeah. We have a fantastic operations team and I don't think the, uh, the words forklift and ballet really go together, but <laughs> no, that's kind of what you see here, right? <laughs> Uh, yeah, so you know, it was it was fun to give you the tour and and just see your reaction as we kind of walk through all the different things that we do. And um, you know, I'm I'm curious from the the for profit side of the world, um, you know, as you were going through your career, what were the kind of things that were really important to you in terms of you know how you kind of organized your your work? Right. So I think like how it moves through the building and is important and then you want to focus on you know not moving things twice or three times or or more than that but you're always limited to space yes they are (laughs) and then you're also from a management standpoint you need to be able to let your employees um and workers and volunteers in your in you guys's case like be open to provide input and insight and hey like and like even push back to you know people that have been here a while or management or whatever um and like hey let's try this a different way or like they're they're sorry Mm -hmm. letting it be known that it's okay to think out of the box and be creative and try things and fail is super important um and you in order to have what you guys have here there's no there's no doubt that that goes on. You know, you have everyone can everyone is known and feels important and involved and part of the the team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, you can feel it as you walk around, right? Yeah, we have that. But I, I don't know that there's anything inside the box about our our world. Everything no. <laughs> is is outside the box yeah. and, and different and unique. And uh, you know, I, it's it's fun to see somebody with a, with a professional eye take a look at what we do and, and just. 
you know, kind of take a step back. Cause I think one of the things that I've learned in my time here is that the vast majority of folks have no idea how complex and how large and, you know, just how significant the back end of food banking is. Um, and so it's fun to, to show that and share that with people. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you go from like, um, I, my early on in my career, I was a supervisor for general motors in a, um, uh, a plant and it was like two, like a million square foot building. Like half of it was like warehousing and the other half was like painting body, body panels and stuff. And, you know, everything was all taped out and OSHAs and, and 5S and this, all that. And, um, it was really hard to get people moving around and do things. And it was so like bureaucratic Mm. and, um, everyone was just out for themselves, you know, Mm. and in here, like the, the, everyone in here in a, uh, a facility and an organization like this, they're all like, it's a, it's a completely different feel and, yeah. and touch and, um, mission, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So it, everyone pitches in, like, I didn't see like hardly any dirt or scraps or anything on the floor, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, you know, in a operation like General Motors or a bigger plant or whatever, um, in a for-profit, somebody will just walk by yeah. that that piece of trash or the the bubble wrap or the shrink wrap mm-hmm. and the piece of board or the pallet of wood um the wood broken off the pallet um mm-hmm. that could hit, get hit by the next, next guy, uh, right. guy yeah. on the fork truck which <laughs> teeters a, a, another pallet and then you know a disaster happens and you don't have that here because yeah. it's yeah. like a completely different just mindset and so i don't know that's just really refreshing mm-hmm. to see Yeah, I love that you picked that up because one of the things that we emphasize with our team, especially with new team members, um, but but really across the board, you know, we talk about what is your job here. You know, it's Ev's job is not just to be a sound engineer and photographer and all the other things he does on the comm side. My job is not just to lead our programs team, but my job is to feed people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and whether you're talking on a podcast or moving food on a forklift or out on a truck or doing a you know a site visit to one of our partners. Everybody here, we are all bought into the idea that we feed people. Mm -hmm. Hurricane season is here, and we've been lucky so far, but we want to keep our community safe in case a storm does hit us. We have information on our website about what items to stock up on, how to store food during a power outage, and how you can provide help to our disaster response team. Just visit feedingtampabay.org and click the three lines at the top right of the screen. Then click Ways We Serve and scroll down to Disaster Relief to learn how to keep yourself and others safe this season. I want to set the logistics aside for a minute <laughs> and get into the new world. Sure. Um, so you, know, you, you told us a little bit earlier that you've pivoted your career and now you're, you're full-time into the helping other dads business, which I think is fantastic. You know, we all uh, kind of stumble through it yeah, early absolutely. on for sure. Um, <laughs> You know, my, my wife was a, was a very diligent reader of the what to expect when you're expecting series. Yeah. And I looked at that and just immediately got heartburn and, <laughs> you know, started to get a little overwhelmed. And, and now you've come up with a, with an alternative, uh, with a version that kind of speaks to, to guys like me who had no idea what they were getting into the first time they had a kid. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. Um, so what I've kind of, over the over the few the past five years basically um, since like 2016 2017 I uh, really had a 
kind of like come to Jesus kind of thing with myself and family and everything. We were in Vegas and we wanted to start my kids in school here in Tampa because my wife's family is from here. They're all school teachers. Like, um, it just made sense. And I wasn't able to move back. So we ended up moving the kids and my wife back here and my sister-in-law and mother-in-law and eventually brother-in-law have helped out massively in that ever ever since 2015, um, like daily and um, still. And it's, uh, we couldn't do it without them. So with me out there, I didn't come back until 2018. Um, So that's like two and a half years I was like out there. And um, that time kind of woke me up to like, you know, I was on this path of, you know, I, I want to be the, you know, um, the company man and, you know, make a lot of money for my family and provide and this and that. And well, you know, it's, it's great if you make a nice salary and you have some stuff, but you don't have experience with your kids, yeah. you know, or you can't take off two weeks and go or whatever, you know? So, um, I started learning digital marketing, like, on and then after my day job, you know, um, and then I turned, I was an Amazon seller for a little bit and then got into the new dad stuff kind of because there was a gap there. And yeah, certainly. There's definitely a massive gap, gap. And one of the main things is there's a thing called Dunstan baby language. And it's identifies five types of baby cries that all babies make from like birth until like three or four months old. Like they all have the, a different tone for a specific need hmm. or hmm. a specific like aggravation they're in, yeah. right? Like if they're hungry, if they're gassy, you know, if they're kind of like they're, they're poopy and they know their diaper's wet and mm-hmm. type of thing. Um, like for example, uh, the sound nah, 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 mm-hmm. where your tongue starts at the top of your mouth and comes down, that's for hunger. Hmm. And in all of our seven kids and all the OBGYNs and hospitals and specialists and everything, like we had one baby in the NICU for 47 days. Wow. Like no one has heard of this. I could count on one hand. Yeah. And I'm my wife, yeah. yeah, my <laughs> wife found it in, in 2010, right before our first child was born. Mm-hmm. So it's enabled us to interpret that those first three months of what the baby needs. Now it's, it's hard, yeah. but yeah. it's still something right tangible that you can learn on and if you cater to the baby's need then it makes your life a lot better and as we had more kids it was apparent that this works and um so that was kind of like my main thing to get out there to help dads i I wish i had known that that's that's incredible because you know i think that's one of the biggest challenges of of your first any child in that early stage is just understanding how to communicate right absolutely words make life a whole lot easier um even the hands i don't want to say that to my 10 year old because he likes using words all the time Uh, but, (laughs) but it's true right and you know it's funny my uh my oldest he was, uh, you know, maybe a year and a half old and, um, he'd, you know, kind of normal development, been talking at, at home and he was, he was part-time in daycare. And this one day my wife goes to pick MJ up from daycare and the, his, his class, you know, teacher, whatever you call her runs out and she's super excited has this big grin on, on her face. And she's like, 
MJ said ball. <laughs> My wife's like, okay. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. He's been saying that at home for a long time. She's <laughs> like, no, no, no. That's his first word. And she's like, no, <laughs> that's definitely not his first word. He talks all the time. And, and the teacher was like, no, he just signs all the time here. And we were like, he knows sign language. <laughs> so even at that age, he had figured out because they taught him, you know, the, all the basic yeah. little hand signs that a kid can learn before they can speak. Yeah. They had taught him all of those at daycare. And he understood that that was the language I was supposed to use at daycare. Oh, wow. no so way. he used it all the time at daycare. And then when he came home, we didn't use it because we're idiots and didn't know. <laughs> but we talked all the time to him. And so he talked to us. And it took that conversation oh for us to figure out that like kids are pretty brilliant right yeah. from the get-go. And they're telling you what they need and what they want. Oh, yeah. You know? And actually, it's funny you mentioned that because another thing we talk about a lot and push is um, a program called Your Baby Can Read. Hmm. It's now called Your Baby Can Learn. Um, but it's a program that it's a DVD. Well, now, you know, virtual, but they still have DVDs and flashcards and sliding cards hmm. um, for different stages. And you start showing the DVD to the infant at like four or five months old. Hmm. And then just like 15 minutes a day, you know. And... Because uh, another thing that's really awesome, too, is the first thousand days of a baby's brain, yeah. the development, if you look into it, is amazing. Hmm. It's yeah. like exponential growth from... 85% of all brain development happens wow. in the first thousand days. Wow. There you go. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Like the <laughs> yeah. physical brain development. Yeah. yeah. And so there's two sides to that. Um, one is the education and how much they can learn. Like all of, all of my kids can... Um, because of that, I'm not nothing special with us <laughs> at all. I can barely spell. Um, and it's uh, what spell checks for. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Um, they can all read at like age two, mm-hmm. not at two, like at 24 months, mm-hmm. but yeah. they can read Sometimes some. They not acknowledge it, but then by age three and four, they're at a first and second grade level before they get into preschool. Wow, you know, man. Um, they'll just ride down the so like. Daddy, you know, Scott towels, what, (laughs) (laughs) you know? Um, so it's, it's great. That's, and that's another thing, like teaching your kid that. And then it's the second part I mentioned there was two is what I just have learned in the past, like four months is the importance of having a father figure, a dad, but a male Hmm. in the baby's life consistently through that time, your, the brain is even more developed. Like it's limited if you have the mom and the education, it's to a point. But then if you have dad also, both parents, I don't want to make it only dads here, right, but right. Don't, and you want to take this the wrong way. <laughs> right. But a father figure makes the brain develop better as well. And then there's um, actually a uh, an app out there called Oliki. It's O-L-I-I-K-I. It's kind of it's a different name, but it's O L I I K I A P P dot com, hmm. and the founder of that is Claire Stead, and I apologize, Claire, if I said your name last name wrong, but I forgot um, what, what it's her Stead or Steed, and she has the ability because of all her research, like twenty plus years in education, and then with her app that helps parents from day zero yeah. through first thousand days and on um 
that they can tell at like the age two of where their brain development and everything will be at age 15. Wow. <laughs> like literally. And yeah. they have like scientific evidence and data that's real to back it up. And it just blows my mind. Yeah. And that's not talked about anywhere. Yeah. It's amazing how many of those really important nuggets of information just aren't out there. Like there's, there are studies that show how important it is just to talk around your child and with your child. And that there's, uh, you know, in, in typical, um, families of different education levels that tend to talk more yep. and those who talk more babies actually hear 30 million more words Man. before they turn five from Jeez. different levels of, of education across the board. And then that early foundation, like you were talking about with your kids learning how to read that actually, you know, sets kids up for success over the long term and the effects and the impact and the difference in, in attainment of education over a lifetime actually are really sticky from what they are at five. Mm. Yep. And and that's the part that is just, I, I'm so thankful there's people like you out there who are grabbing this information and trying to put it together in a place where people can see it and, and make it understandable and, uh, and useful to, to new dads. Cause there's so many things. Yeah. And then, and another thing that's like sad because dads don't think they're, they're involved mm -hmm. until age two or three, like literally they'll be, just be like, Oh, I'm going to check out, right. you know, I'll just go to work and provide and do this and do that. And you know, I'll change an occasional diaper, but they yeah. they don't know what they don't know. Right. And, um, when their involvement is so critical, you know? Um, so yeah. And look at you busting out a bunch of more, a bunch more <laughs> stats my, over my, here. My background in education is, is coming through here a yeah. little bit. Yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, we were talking earlier about, uh, kind of random connections on the internet. I have a funny dad connection one. So, um, you know, I, Twitter is, is my, favorite app because I, I just I think of it as like a, a rolling news source yeah because you can curate the feed to follow people you're interested in you can actually avoid 90% of the ridiculousness that's on there if you want to mm -hmm. and and so I'm on it far too much probably but <laughs> um, you know for some for whatever reason I ended up following this NFL analyst named Jeff Schwartz and he had just recently retired and he, has, he and his wife started having children. I have three boys and he mentioned on Twitter that he was a new dad and he was asking for tips. And I was like, I only have one tip. Like literally, I don't know anything about parenting. My kids at that time were still fairly young. I was like, but I can tell you one thing about changing boys diapers. <laughs> and there is an <laughs> automatic reaction that happens to boys when the diaper is open and they're exposed to air they urinate again, mm. even if the diaper was already wet. And if you're not prepared for that, that can go <laughs> yeah. sideways, <laughs> literally and figuratively, pretty quickly. Yeah. And uh, and so I just, just for fun, like happened to mention to him on Twitter, like, hey, this is the thing, right? This is, just be aware. <laughs> and here's how I solved it. There's like, there's a, a thing literally called a PPTP yep. that you can buy. Don't do that. Don't, it's it, because that Pointless. just smells like pee over a long period of time. Um, but I just got an extra 
package of baby washcloths and you have them with you or you have them next to your changing table or on your couch, wherever you're changing the baby. And the second you open that diaper, you just drop a, a washcloth on there, mm-hmm. takes care of everything. You toss in the dirty clothes with their outfit and you move on with life. Wow. And and I that's the one tip or piece of advice I have for folks. It's so, so uh, critical though. That's so important. <laughs> oh my gosh. It saved many a shirt. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> And you can even use the wipes too. Just pull an extra wipe yep. out, like yep. two extra wipes, and put it there. Depending on the uh, the uh, force behind right. the, um, <laughs> the unit there. So, right. yeah, it's. <laughs> so, so I'm curious, Definitely you know, kind helps. of building off of that. Uh, there, there are so many things like that out there where somebody ran into some piece of information and, and it's in a pocket somewhere and only a few folks know because only people who've learned by word of mouth. So how as you were putting your your materials together, how did you determine what was important enough to share? That's a great question. Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of over time. I have been in Facebook groups and you know stuff like that and Seven clinical trials, <laughs> clinical trials, <laughs> talking with, you know, educators and, or, um, uh, medical field people and doctors and all that stuff. But, and just try to look at what are the basic things that people face, mm-hmm. you know, what are we dealt with? And on, on an average normal birth, you know, hopefully everything's fine with your little guy and your little girl. And, um, and mommy too, because um, a lot of things can go sideways real quickly. Yeah. Um, so, I think it was one just like giving them what they actually need to know. Mm. And one of the things that really irks me in the Facebook groups for dads is um, like they'll be like, "Hey, my 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 girl just got pregnant, um, or we just got pregnant. Um, we're excited. What do I need to know?" And you know, some of the dads will just be like. You'll figure it out. <laughs> Great. Like, you know? No. Uh, <laughs> no, you won't. Uh, I say promise. yes to everything and ex- expect like late night runs to McDonald's, oh, you know, man. or like. Um, and then, that's so, true, too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. Well, true. Not, Not all you need to yeah, know. But it's, it's like the helpfulness part of it. Um, and uh, so it's like you need some like actionable things, you know, like yeah. what to pack in the diaper bag. Mm-hmm. A lot of people do that. That's pretty common. Mm-hmm. Um but it doesn't help really like and then like there's no like m- mindset about it or like i have 61 things that you need hmm. that you need for the first 90 days for like bir- pregnancy birth in the first 90 days you know like from be- breast pumps to um different bottles like buy three different types of bottles you yeah. know because some work for some work yeah. for some some work for you don't know that yeah. you know yeah um like practice doing things one-handed you yeah. know? Oh wow! Like, <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Uh, that's you that's, don't want to practice with an infant in your hand. Exactly. exactly. Just hold the cantaloupe wow. or something, or yeah. watermelon, football or whatever. Football. Yeah. No, football. Actually, start with a football. Yeah. yeah don't yeah. don't do the fruit because if it falls, then it's another mess, and then you know you'll be picking up enough messes. Yeah. Um, yeah. But like the Dunstan baby language thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. The uh, like like skin to skin time. Like mm-hmm. take your shirt off, have the baby on your chest mm-hmm. you know that's great um when the baby sleeps make them sleep out and nap out in the common area and like noise. vacuum and ring the doorbell yeah. and run mm-hmm. the dishwasher and have a normal like conversation have the tv on um and stuff too like don't be like 
you don't want to be like prisoner of the sleeping baby. You know, <laughs> yes, exactly. you want to be able to do things like for mom, get a breast pump that is portable hmm. so she can walk around the house and be pumping. Um, and so she's not like stuck in a chair while right. the baby's sleeping yeah. because talk to your employer about having a space. Oh, if yeah. your wife goes back to work. Yep. That's like, uh, that's, that's like critical. legally they have to have that. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I did, a, there was a LinkedIn post that I did about that that I just read and copy and pasted it over there. Like, <laughs> Hey, this is important, you know, like, um, but it is. And then yeah. like, yeah. like and then on the career side, like how all the thoughts that come into our heads that I know every guy has, but they think they're a, alone on an island with them and they can't talk to anyone about it mm-hmm. and no one else at work talks about it and their buddy or this person in another department or you know someone in up in management just had a baby and they were gone for four days and they came back mm-hmm. like but you get paternity leave or you get right. parental leave or you get time off or you can accumulate vacation days but how am I going to look to be looked at mm-hmm. from my employers or peers am I going to be um, overlooked for a promotion mm-hmm. and like how to, like all these things you know like it's um, so I have a little bit of that in there you know mm-hmm. and and then I didn't want it to be very long at all mm-hmm. um, so and then I also wanted it to um, I self-published this book because I wanted it to read like you read an email mm-hmm. yeah you know I don't want small fine print and long paragraphs <laughs> i want like one or two sentences paragraphs and like like 14 font you know yes. and like <laughs> flip and it's double spaced yeah. and you just keep flipping through you know <laughs> so um uh and i i think that was just it just kind of like i threw it together and then did some some uh organization of like kind of how it went from pregnancy birth in the first 90 days so the kind of like the content is in kind of that order, so it kind of flows through, and um, and yeah. So and I've delivered some some stuff. I have a podcast that I've done back in March of 2021. I started, and it was just short, 15 minute long episodes mm-hmm. with actionable content, and that's it. Like maybe one story. That's it. Yeah. Perfect for a commute, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I, you know, another thing too, which like a lot of these podcasts for dads or parenting or books and stuff like that, like the author or the podcast hosts or whatever, they, they go into this, you don't know what their credentials are based mm. off on the picture on, on iTunes <laughs> right. or Spotify, right? You don't know that. And then, so you're like, oh, this title sounds interesting, mm-hmm. but it's 47 minutes long. I don't know if I want to devote my yeah. stuff, my time to that. Yeah. And then the YouTube channels, you know, that's cool. But the thumbnail, it brings me in there. And then <laughs> it's this guy talking about his baby and like they're watching it sleep. And you're like, come on, give me something. You know, like this is ridiculous. Like I just wasted 12 and a half minutes on like learning about your, like, I don't even know what, you didn't even explain what the onesie was, you know, like what's a onesie. Right. And then, um, and then like, oh, that's another thing. A dad Um, glossary. Absolutely. Dad (laughs) glossary. And uh, one thing that here's, here's the one thing that I'd give is buy zipper onesies. Okay. Because. It's like zippers are from heaven. 
Snaps are from hell. From hell, yes. That's, that's so it, funny because I feel like I sure. see snaps on everything, so that's yes, like a really do. funny like. Well, you know why? Because that's cheaper. <laughs> oh, that explains yeah. it, right? Yeah. But at three in the morning, when you're half awake <laughs> and you can't sleep, and you're only lit by the the cell phone in your thing or the, you know, um, the glow of the nightlight in the room, <laughs> yeah. and you're changing in diaper, and you don't want to wake your wife up or you don't want to move the house around right. and the baby's wet and you're trying to snap the thing in and it's kicking and then it starts to cry and then it wakes up and then you're up for an hour and you're oh, like yeah that snap <laughs> uh so you want to get zipper one and it really does mm-hmm. devolve that quickly too yeah. like it yeah. absolutely yeah. does yeah that was nine seconds <laughs> you know it's it's done and then um and if it had been seven the baby's back asleep and you're good you're exactly back yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Strict time frame. Yep. And you try to like take this whole advantage to it, and it's so stressful. And just buy zippers. Yeah. You know, just buy the zipper. Um, you know, even even just looking through your table of contents, it's clear that it's you know as much like like directly practical stuff like that as like mental stuff. There's like work life balance. You know, quotes and advice, postpartum depression, expectations. Like so much more than just like you know the 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 logistical stuff. You know, yeah. of, of like zippers and and. PP tents, PPTPs, you know. No on the PPTP. Yeah. No. Sorry, if you want to sponsor our podcast or, yeah. or uh, make a donation to Feeding Tampa Bay, I will endorse PPTPs, but no. Yeah. No, that starts seeing yeah. flooding in here. Yeah. Right. Yeah. As a joke. New official item. Or whatever. Yeah. No, that's, um, that's really awesome. But yeah, there's, there's so many different things that go into it, you know. Yeah. And another thing, I was um, uh, talking to another podcaster on um like the new dad like mourning your old self Mm. you know like you're you're, like as soon as that that baby comes into the world like your your life's changed forever Forever. different better but different yeah and and it's okay to acknowledge that it's different absolutely and like and don't like hide it you know don't suppress that stuff as Mm. and and your feelings and like um i don't know if there's I kind of coined a term. I'm going to say I did because yeah. I, I did it on a podcast a year and a half ago, so it's, it's mine. But, um, We're going to submit the trademark paperwork yeah, before yeah, this publishes. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Don't worry. Don't worry. But uh, like you'll have these situational anxiety moments mm. that yeah. might last for days or a week, so some weeks, you know, yeah. or situational depression. Mm. Um, like we, that will happen. And, you know, I was in that experience, that stuff. Like it's okay to ask for some help from time to time and like communicate that to your partner. Um, so it's, it's a little, I hit on a little bit of different things that, you know, you, you, you're, you're going to need, and then it's up to you to get more information on, you know? Yeah. So, um, it's, uh, it's been an interesting, uh, time writing that mm. it feels like it's just like a one huge long paper. <laughs> yeah, it's terrible, and you don't get any credit for it. <laughs> Did you know that Feeding Tampa Bay has an informational text messaging service? We send updates on a weekly basis about where you can find food in your community, as well as other helpful resources that you can access to stretch your budget and keep your family healthy. Just text the letters F T B F Y I to eight three three five three zero. 3663 and respond to the automated greeting with just your zip code and you'll be signed up to receive our updates. We don't ask for personal information or bombard you with messages and you can unsubscribe at any time. Give it a try today. 
I, I can imagine how many guys are going to benefit from this. Mm-hmm. And, and the so. cool thing is, I am sure that if moms read through it, they would learn just as much and they would understand their partner a whole lot better too. That's, you know, that's, I, I'm sure that there are pieces in here, um, you know, cause that's a big part of it too, is just yeah. the, the figuring out the new relationship. Cause not only did your old self die, your old relationship died too. Exactly. You know, exactly. That, like that is gone. time constraint yeah. and, and yeah. the, the need, you know, the balance like is, is there and absolutely moms can read this. They yeah. should read it. Um, because honestly everything they'll know a little bit more about what goes on in their, their, their guy's head. Mm-hmm. And, they're going to experience these things too, just yeah. on a whole different level, mm-hmm. and much more physical, uh, obviously, with their um, uh, with their birth and everything. But mm-hmm. one of the main, another, like the work life balance thing, like that's that's not true. Like it's one hundred percent a lie. And, <laughs> yeah, and um, yeah. it's it's more like a a, shi- a shifting scale. Mm-hmm. You know, like um, Justin Bat is a guy um, who was massively involved in with fathers and he just actually um hosted he has a nonprofit as well called daddy saturday mm. and um uh they did a um nfl uh hall of fame weekend this past father's day weekend up in canton ohio oh, that's really um, cool it was called the fatherhood festival and i was able to talk with him um last month just for like 15 minutes and he, well, one of his like quotes that I took from his interview with with me, it was just like a, a Zoom call. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was like, "Yeah, I mean, you know, there's there's never a balance. That work life balance is a complete lie <laughs> because, and it's more, but it's more of a sliding scale, yeah. you know. And that's what it is. Like you're you're sliding your scales moving over here with your wife. It's back to the baby. It's mm-hmm. over to work. It's back to your." your brother or your in-laws and then and, and it's just there's never there's never going to be a balance mm. yeah and yeah i think communication the word, is is the massive thing you want to do for sure yeah the, the word balance implies like a steady constant state right of <laughs> exactly. evenness and that's definitely not it it's more like the kind of balance you have when you're on a surfboard and you know like yeah. lots of power of, of water underneath you moving you all over the place it's keeping your balance not having exactly yeah yeah point, you get yeah. it's like up to you to maintain above the water status <laughs> yes, <you know>? exactly <laughs> so, and you have a wetsuit for a reason so yeah. or you know so because um, you will fall off absolutely right, yeah absolutely so yeah. it's it's uh it just kind of touches on on all that and mm-hmm. um i'm i just excited to uh have this conversation with you guys because honestly like you're holding right now the spiral binder this is the first physical copy of it and it's yeah. all messed up <laughs> because goes, yeah. of word and how it printed it and I, I don't know but it'll be it'll be good but it's it's yeah. on amazon kindle right now so that's that's good yeah. but um this is like my first like public appearance with it and talking about it and yeah. i'm um so there's and it's not all about that it's just like increasing the awareness and right. i did not see that in the marketplace yeah. to kind of come back to this four or five minute right no yeah <laughs> rant no um, no it's perfect because that's uh, it's what i want it it's right. what i would want right and how i would want to receive it mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. Yeah. that's awesome i i think I'm, I'm excited to read through it you know i don't i don't have any little ones in the house anymore but um you know just the the idea of 
all of these things we learn along the way. And, you know, there's actually, we have, we've kind of had a run of babies here at Feeding Tampa mm-hmm. Bay and we're still in the middle of that. We have several expectant moms on the team and oh, cool. um, it's been really fun to see. And uh, like the, the podcast we just finished with Lem, mm-hmm. you know, he's got a, a two year old and, and an infant at home and I'm sure that he will scour this yeah. thing and, and learn quite a bit from it, but you're always learning new it's stuff. Constant. And that's uh, to me, that's one of the biggest takeaways is like, you're just there. There's always something new. Like the, um, before we, uh, started recording, I was telling you about the onions and the, yeah, um, your boys, like, yeah, these things. yeah how my, different are they in this raising in the same oh my environment? Gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. And you know, I, I learned a tip from another dad that, you know, if your, your kid gets stung by a bee or a wasp or a hornet or whatever, take a piece of onion, lay it over the sting, <laughs> wait a minute. And the pain is gone. The swelling's gone. I, <laughs> My yeah, that's oldest, amazing, yeah. right? That's, that sounds like complete false. Right, I, it's like you wouldn't yeah. believe it. I've been it. a parent for 15 years and didn't know that. And then <laughs> literally a couple of, you know, it was probably two or three months after I heard that from another dad, my middle son got attacked by a swarm of hornets and it came in very, very handy. Oh my gosh, yeah. And you said it worked, right? It did. It worked uh, completely and immediately. I mean, he went from screaming and being chased around the house by a swarm of hornets <laughs> to us cutting up an onion and holding it on him for a couple minutes and then he was totally fine five minutes later. Man. Yeah. Really changes your relationship with onions from the, you know, it's like it, the crying is okay because yeah. it stops other crying, you know. We're always going to be able to bring it back to food. Oh, yeah. yeah right. like, Absolutely. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm hungry right now. So. I actually would love to close on that note because, you know, one of the things that we talk about a lot, we ended the last podcast with this, and, and I'm curious from your perspective, is just the, the importance and the value of a family meal. I would love to hear your experience with that as as a dad of seven and and having kids at such different phases of life. You know, uh, the guys in the in the dad podcast last week talked about their experiences of it. But I'm really curious how that, how that plays out in your world. Like with having just the, having dinner together dinner as a family. Together. Is that something that you do? Is it? Um, we try, <laughs> yes. it, but um, no, that is one meal that we do try to have together you know whether it be in the living room or uh usually the dining room table is full of stuff (laughs) so um to sidebar for just a second i think that's one of the big things that a lot of folks don't understand before they have their first child is that you are about to be drowning (laughs) in stuff oh my gosh (laughs) yeah Sorry, yeah. I didn't no, need to interrupt, but that was that was maybe the the hardest thing for me to adjust to. Is there was just stuff everywhere. Yeah, if you're OCD, it's it's okay to freak out every once in a while. Oh, Expect that's part of your expectation. Right. You have to set your expectation to not be okay. It is okay to not be okay yeah. because you will be surrounded by a bunch of stuff. But um, and it's big. It just takes up room and space. Yes. It's like what in the world? You know, you want to like have like hooks on the ceiling to hang stuff up there so, <laughs> right. so it's like off those the kitchens floor. with pot and pan racks above yeah. you you know yeah you but then a ball flies baby through gear. the air and it falls down and it hits another oh, one good and point and oh, so make sure it's against the wall right yeah so you can still <laughs> like do a that. bike rack yeah yeah but honestly um you know uh eating together at dinner is 100 percent like a, a must that we try to do and we we also try to pray together not try but we do have everyone take a turn, you know, and pray. And we're just regular Christian people that go to church that are mess, messed up every day, you know, <laughs> but try to do it right. And um, so just to have a little bit of that um, 
to set the expectation for the kids mm -hmm. and for the family um, is is important. And I think it should be for anyone, you know, no matter what year it doesn't. I mean, I'm not saying prayer is important, uh, should be a part of it or whatever. But um, for us, that's how it works. But right. gathering together nightly or uh, three or four times a week mm -hmm. is very essential and putting the phones down or the, t the tablets down yeah. for 30 minutes and just having good old eye contact with people and, and um, is uh, very valuable. And I think it's very overlooked these days too. It's, I mean, everything's so fast paced. Mm -hmm. You know, what are you hurrying for? You know, exactly. What, so your nine year olds in soccer and or basketball or your dance or you know extracurricular stuff and like what what's the real importance of it like what are you teaching them mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. to to be busy and non-stop and stressed out mm -hmm. you know um but so having a little like home base grounding oh. um and depending on your kid's personality and needs and wants and their um i guess their personality mm -hmm. um some of them need that like constant like okay i know that i'm going to have this like right. dinner time mm -hmm. together mm -hmm. you know because it it uh um makes their it grounds them uh, yeah yeah so like, i already it, said that i it guess grounds right? yeah, it grounds them yeah, yeah. I, I think it's a perfect way to describe it because you know I, as busy as it gets in life if your kid knows you're they're going to have the full undivided attention of mom and dad every day at a certain period of time you can work through almost anything right yeah because the things that you have a struggle dealing with in the moment you could bring that to your parents at dinner right mm -hmm. the things that you can handle on your own you can tell them about it and the things that are going on you know it's an opportunity to to brag a little it's an opportunity to share a funny story and yeah uh, you know or in in my youngest son's case a new really bad pun <laughs> or whatever it is you know it's uh i i do think that touch point is so critical and what we love here is that it's it's the food typically yeah. that makes that possible right oh, yeah. it's a, that's the draw it's the draw for for the family to get together it's a draw for friends to come over and share it's a it's it's such a unifying and bonding moment mm -hmm. and and it just highlights for me the importance of food in all of this yeah absolutely and i mean and there's so many different like food items that they like or don't like or the taste <laughs> and everything like that. And that you know, will change it's, it's over time. Find, and, you yeah. know, it, it does change over time. And, yeah. it, and you can bring a lot of daily conversation or struggles or, or um, uh, experience, oh, not struggles, well, mm -hmm. struggles and achievements. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, and it can be all like around a food-based thing too, yeah. you know? And we love to eat like a lot. And <laughs> I hate to cook. All that I hate, I hate cooking. Oh, uh, man. One of my goals is to have a personal chef, um, <laughs> family chef, and because uh, it's just uh, so you got to get time. one of your kids interested. Right? Yes, yeah. I'm trying, but it's not working yet. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> Give um, him a volunteer at Trinity Cafe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Chef Daniel. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Um, but uh, I guess one more thing that, like, what that daily or by every other day time at the table together. Um, one thing that we talk about is a struggle yeah. like they have to share a struggle and they have to share um an achievement or something good nice. something good and something they struggled with um and that 
like you don't even know where that goes and mm. you learn so much more about your kids that way yes because a lot and i'm sure you get this i, I can absolutely like, how was that. your day good yeah was, <laughs> what'd you do played yeah what was and your favorite cycle. class pe e. yeah <laughs> i read and and uh, that's it yep. so like having them think a little bit deeper and then it, it they they open up more yep. it's another way to do that it's, it's so funny that you said that because one of the things that I do every single day with my boys, I always ask them, what's the best part of your day? What was the worst part of your day? Awesome. You know, and, and it's amazing what they'll tell you mm -hmm. that they probably wouldn't have shared. Otherwise they mm -hmm. just would have stuffed down deep or forgotten to brag about or whatever, you know, you, it's, a, it's a great way mm -hmm. to kind of just keep in touch. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. This, well, this is awesome. Right? Jake, I'm so <laughs> glad. We could talk all day. <laughs> we yeah, really no. could. I'm, I'm so glad you came in. Uh, I appreciate yeah. your time. I'm really excited for this resource to be out there for new dads. And, and I'm sure there's a ton more content coming. So uh, how can people get connected to you and the, all the great stuff you have to share? Sure. Um, so I'm trying to make it as easy as possible. I've tried to I've put a lot of, anyway, I've put a lot of thought into how like what's the reach out point? So I'm mm. um, basically the book is called the new daddy experience. I have to read it sometimes. I was like, I was going to, I was going to read it myself. I'm like, he's, he's got it. <laughs> um, so it's the new daddy experience on Amazon. And then, but on social medias, uh, Facebook, YouTube, um, LinkedIn, I'm, I'm real big on LinkedIn. Mm. Yeah, it's LinkedIn's just my great. name. Just, at Jake Edling. So it's J-A-K-E-E-D-L-I-N-G. All one word, Jake Edling. It's going to be jakeedling.com. I'm going to have a little um, e-commerce store on there too. Nice. With some other stuff, like some white shirts for dads and some black <laughs> socks for toddlers. Because, um, but anyway. Yes. So yeah, uh, Jake Edling um, and then the New Daddy Experience and you'll find me. Awesome. Thanks. Thank you, Jake. I really Thank appreciate you your time. so much. This is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> thanks for coming. You betcha. <laughs> you can learn more about Feeding Tampa Bay and how to join the movement at feedingtampabay.org. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and YouTube at Feeding Tampa Bay.